it just it, it is what it is, man. We, we, it is what it is. All right, we going to listen. All right, when we get there, we get there. All right, what's up, guys? What's up, guys? Welcome yeah. back to another episode of How we doing, Side yo? Live, How man. We got Lamar and Mulich back in the building. What's up, guys? How you guys so feeling? Much man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We chilling and stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, Coming off a great football day. weekend, great basketball weekend. Y'all know great how it goes. How y'all doing? Shit. I'm doing good. You know, my Giants got another win stand tall. All right. Um we'll go ahead you know, and move in front of this post. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. Move do in front it. of this flag. Do real you quick. Know, I'm going on the show this yeah. Friday. I'm going on the show this Friday, and Mel is not going to like me again. All right. We're gonna go ahead and move in front of that. It's flag, gonna be yo. a whole lot of David Carr slander going on oh on my. Friday. All right. His I'm just gonna go ahead and leave this Derek. flag and, and show him. We're gonna we're gonna block the other flag. Not Derek. His name is David, and I'm gonna drill that shit in people's heads. All right. Oh, he became his brother. He became. <laughs> thank you. He became his brother, Lamont. He's his brother now. That's who he is. But this is the basketball show, man. Shout out to the people in the chat that's watching live at home. But you know what we gotta get into. <clears throat> We gotta get into this Kyrie situation because we skipped it. If you watched last Monday, we skipped it. Absolutely. You know, we didn't have time because we, we was we was doing the whoop de whoop with the whoop de whoop with clutch on, and um and um yeah. So we want to talk about this Kyrie. So now I'm hearing that you know we all know that Kyrie boo up in the Hi. chat man. What up, my boy boo up man? Blessings, blessings, blessings to boo up, blessings to boo up. But we all know like Kyrie posted the. I don't even really know the title of the damn thing. But whatever the thing was, he posted it that had something to do with Jews and slavery and stuff like that. Um, oh, the, uh, the, the Hebrews to Hebrews the Negroes. To Negroes, there you go. Yep. yep. Um, whatever is whatever with that. You know, you feel me? I ain't watch it. I don't really care about that stuff. I know who I am. I know who my, what my family line is. And I just move on. I just move like that. You feel me? But mm -hmm. Kyrie posted it. He gets suspended. Then they give him a list of demands that he has to meet before he's able to come back to the damn team. So we're going to start on that aspect first because we didn't get to touch on that last Monday. What are you guys – and stay strictly on that because we're going to get on to the new information. You know, what are you guys' thoughts on Kyrie being suspended and given a list of demands to come back to the team? I think the initial suspension, is, I mean, it's status quo. Even though he really didn't do nothing wrong to me, you know what I'm saying? Like he post, like he posted like something like anybody else would post it, and they didn't have no context for oh, yet for it, and they uh they didn't have no context for it, and they uh they suspended bro just based off a of post, and I really kind of feel like it was based on everything that was going on with Kanye, but that's a whole. <laughs> now the story it was just like the double down it was like oh kanye's acting up Kyrie posted this this is getting crazy let's suspend him because that and that's like, like i said with those those leagues the league that's kind of like their status but like soon as they they think something's especially the nba something's out of control the first thing they want to do is before they even investigate is suspend but then to give them a list of demands and things to do uh on a public scale to come back because they didn't like how he apologized i think that's uh they trying to humiliate him <laughs> you know what i'm saying i think they trying to humiliate him and hey 
No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm on that same sentiment, but movies, guys. Honestly, I think it's egregious. And I said this from the beginning, bro. Like, I understand, like, I understand the sentiment, right? Like, I understand the outrage. I get it, right? But at the end of the day, people have to look at this logically, okay? There have been public officials that have been voted, regardless of their statements. There have been ex-players, current players that have done and said the worst things and that have right. yet to had to deal with or endure the same things that Kyrie has uh, has went through. You got to think about it like this, bro. And this is, this is kind of the, the point that I was making with Kyrie. If you don't like him, just come out and say it. Because all of the excuses that people are trying to use to discharacter him is absolutely crazy, right? Mm-hmm. You got to think about all the people that didn't that didn't want to take the vaccine. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I'll give the I'll, I'll give the biggest example right now: the New York Yankees. Five of those players didn't want to take the vaccine. Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge being one of those players, right? Aaron Judge is in a contract year. Not to talk about baseball, I know it's a basketball show, but this is just a reference. Aaron Judge is in a contract year, and they know that if he sits out, their season is essentially done, regardless of all the hitters they have, right? He sits out, their season's over, right? What do they do? What is what 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 is what does New York do after? Because we got to think about it like this. They made an when, exception. When exactly when Kyrie and them, when the Nets and them brought up the fact that oh Kyrie doesn't want to take the take the vaccine, blah blah blah, all the stuff, health benefits and stuff like that. Oh well, can the new mayor that is in, that is in power now change the laws or change a policy that were enforced when he wasn't in office? Hmm. Nobody said anything. Oh, we can't do that because it might be look unfair. The Yankees didn't go in and do it, or the Yankees come out and say, oh, we have players that don't want to take uh, the vaccine. Aaron Judge being one of those players. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, we've seen all the prophets, all the, the, the bands and all the, the, the things lifted. So there was a whole bunch of outrage because Kyrie was put in the forefront of this whole COVID thing, mm-hmm. right? Which made, which rubbed everybody the wrong way, right? So then now he's, oh, well, is Kyrie actually going to play out of, of attributing to that with first take and the Stephen A's and all these other sports shows. And is Kyrie going to play? We're paying for you to play. We're paying for you to do this. We're paying for you to do that. He's taking his health into consideration here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He shouldn't be, he shouldn't be crucified for taking his health into consideration for something that he wants to do for his health, for his feels It's personally good for him. So I feel like that paid a tribute to it. And then so now when people see him tweet this book, right, tweet a link to this book, something that most people probably didn't even watch. The book, the movie's three and a half hours long. Right. If that's it's not Avengers, I ain't watching not nothing Justice that's League. that damn long. If it's not Avengers, if it's not Justice League, if it's not anything comic section. book related, nobody is watching it. Nobody's know, giving it any. People, I know people gonna try to come. Oh, why you won't watch it? I'm not watching. I'm not in that documentary. Give me some serial killers, some cops, and straight up like that. I will watch. Like, let's keep it. Let's let's keep it a hundred here. If it's yeah, not give, anything, give that's me a Chinese movie. I'll watch that. We got my short gran- attention span. Yeah, my if grandmother it's, used to like growing up watch that. All the time. Nobody's gonna know, pay attention to that. Didn't know what the fuck they were saying. I can understand it. That's what she used to say to us. She can't understand exactly. it. I can understand it. <laughs> And nobody's going to three hour documentary about slitting. No, nah, that's crazy. I mean, nobody's going to pay attention to that. Nobody I, cares I about it much. because it's not. And with that, it's not relevant what, to what it is. That's like on another topic, but that's what's peculiar because they actually making people want to go watch it. Amazon actually raised the price from four ninety nine to eleven ninety nine as soon as all this scandal happened. And they exactly they not maybe being, maybe Amazon so, working with the NBA and they're using uh, Kyrie. And they, they are like. 
that's why I said I don't really like on a deep, but they really are because you what you don't understand is the NBA didn't say nothing about Amazon. Adam Silver just said something about Amazon after they received backlash for the list of demands that they made on Kyrie Irving. Yeah, but it's Adam, not even it wasn't Adam Silver, it was the Nets. Yeah, yeah. I know, no, no, but Adam Silver said something about Amazon. No, when, I'm saying Nets was the one the ones receiving the backlash. Yeah. Absolutely, but exactly, but he said, well, Amazon, Amazon needs to be held accountable too, but what people don't know is, like, I know y'all know about the Thursday night football games on Amazon. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. NBA is trying oh, to NBA have a deal. No, they have a deal already. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So they that deal is, in, in next they, year. They, they so that's they can't really. That's con- a conflict of business interests to come at Amazon when you have a deal with them. But knowing that's driving traffic to Amazon at the same time. <laughs> now you stuck between a rock and a hard place. Do you continue to do it for the bottom line, or do you? Fuck it and do it, do it for what's right. And that's where the, a lot of these companies, you know, take that. They're gonna take the money. Right. They take the <laughs> and like take so, that damn money. And that's where I be, it's like uh these companies and a lot of people uh just have like for like they pick who they wanna choose, they pick and choose when they wanna be outraged about something or who they want to crucify like you said if you don't like them just say you don't like them they 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 basically like for example like a lot of people will come for Kyrie and the the companies that come the NBA and the Nets will come for Kyrie Irving but they got a whole deal with Amazon and they don't want to say nothing and even people who are the media who's coming for Kyrie Irving just skip over Amazon completely And this is the big thing for me, right, with the whole Kyrie thing, right? Like, this is the biggest point. Yes, he tweeted a link. Yes, he has some four four million some odd followers. But like I said, nobody's going to pay attention to it because at the end of the day, it's a three-and-a-half-hour fucking movie. And if it's not attached to comic books, if it's not about anything like that of that nature, nobody's going to watch it. Everybody's asking him to come out and condemn this book. Right. Condemn anti anti uh semitism, uh excuse me. Anti anti-Semitism, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. But the, yeah, the biggest thing is he didn't write the book, he didn't produce the book, he didn't direct the book, and he already came out and said for it. he already came out and said that he didn't agree with everything that was in the book. Now, can some books or can some movies that have racist connotations have truth in them? That's absolutely correct. They can. There's one. There's learning points and everything, which is probably why he tweeted it, which is probably why he brought it to the attention. Because, hey, there's some crazy learning points in here. Yes, there are some things that I don't agree with in here, just like there's a lot of stuff that people don't agree with in a lot of books and a lot of movies. But there are some probably good think pieces, probably good learning pieces in here, which is probably the reason as to why he tweeted the link. But a lot of people want him to come out and to condemn the book and basically burn the book on live television. When he didn't write it, he didn't produce it, he didn't direct it. He didn't write the movie, none of that. It's like, that's the thing that I don't get. And then on top of that, you 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 line out these stipulations that he has to do prior to returning to the team. This is, this is and this, this is the thing I was thinking about, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Draymond Green punched Jordan Poole at practice. It was filmed mm-hmm. and, every, and it got out. What does Draymond have to do to, get, to come back to the team? Nothing. Take his sabbatical. It's a different organization. To be honest with you, I don't think, and that's why, and not to say, I, I don't think 
the Warriors would have responded like this. I don't think any team would have responded like this. I don't this, think. Honestly. I don't think there's. I don't think there's. A, I think there's. I think uh, there's, all right, let's let's cut the bullshit. Like if you want to, like, let's ahead, cut the bullshit. Ahead. Kyrie is getting this because of his past. Because the anti-vaccination, because of the sabbaticals he took with the Nets the year prior to that, because his behavior in Boston, because he all left LeBron. That's where it stems from. Nobody really likes to talk and talk about the real issue. But everything mm -hmm. fell apart, started falling apart for him when he left LeBron. Right? Everybody's yep. mad at him. That, uh, the other he day. couldn't do uh, nothing right. right. Then he goes to Boston and he, and he gets injured. I think he was injured the first year. Correct me mm -hmm. if I'm wrong. He gets yep. injured, and then he comes back the second year, and we're in the playoffs. Both those years, even when he was there in the beginning, like he, he helped contribute his knowledge to the team and helped Jason Tatum and those guys work within the system or whatever you, you guys want to say he did, he did not. Like, that's just what I think. Um, You feel me? I think that team got messed up because Gordon Hayward came back. <clears throat> Same. That if Brad Stevens didn't use Gordon Hayward in the way he was using him, Kyrie probably could have stayed. But then Kyrie leaves Boston after telling Boston, I'm going to stay. Even when he said that, people was like, oh, how you feel? I don't believe him. Everybody says this shit, and then they'll just do what they want in the offseason. That's how it works. So I didn't believe he was staying. I kind of thought he was going from the jump, but that's just me as one man as a fan that's looking from the, you know, the outside in. But then he goes to Nets, and James Harden comes over, and then James Harden leave, and then it's, oh, James Harden left because he was taking the sabbaticals. We thought he was going to happen this year. Why won't he wouldn't take the vaccination? And this, that, that, and the third. That shit stems from his past. It's his history. Because no, they, they wouldn't do this to nobody else. Like, if Kawhi Leonard posted it, then they're not think, going to nah, do I, I, To be honest, he doesn't talk much, but I kind of disagree with you. They're not doing it. I disagree. With, or because I was just about to say, I was, I was agreeing with you until you said Kawhi Leonard. Because well, I'm just I'm throwing a player. player. I just think that's what I think. I think Kawhi might have posted this. They'll probably not. ask him questions, but they're not going to tell him he's not. He's going to. He can't every, come back to the team. Every player is not he, unless he fills this list of the men. So you think if Kawhi Leonard posted it, or the Clippers right. are making him come back to the team with a Reason list of the man? Yes or no? Just yes or no? Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. And you want to know why? Yeah, I want to know why. It's because right before, like I said, I was with you till you said specific. Like I said, I agree with you, except. Kawhi Leonard is a. I was just on example. Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard has a history too. It's not about what they've done. It's about them taking time off and not playing. Okay, all right. In that, in that aspect, in it's that about aspect, them I doing whatever, yeah. like player empowerment. I don't have to come. I'll play when I want to, and they don't like that. This so is my Chris team. Paul. Chris Paul. I can maybe, understand that point. That's more yeah, I can understand maybe, that but Kyrie. I mean, Kawhi Leonard. Has missed. He left the Spurs. No, but he has but, a history. He has a track record. Look how he's doing the Clippers but now. When you look at people, when you people, look at wait, wait, wait. At, when you look at Kawhi Leonard's track record to Kyrie's track record, it's not the same thing. No. Yeah, not, Kawhi left the Spurs, but the Spurs play fault in Kawhi leaving. We can't what, just do that and be like he the, left the. What's the? He left yeah, the Spurs. That's true too. What's you the, cannot just be like he left the Spurs. Not, the, the Spurs played fault in him leaving. That's a big reason why he is not there. It's because the, they mishandled something. They but did. That's, that's, but that's how. Right? But hold how, on. That's damaged goods, right? Even with that track record of him leaving the Spurs, he then goes to Toronto and wins them a championship. Did he, On his he, own, he right? Did he damage goods or did he sit out for two years like he's done with the Clippers? Well, he's, how been, many, he got, he's he got played injured. about 30 games. He, he's got injured. He, he's he played not, about 30 games. Did he not get injured? With the Clip, but, so he got injured with the Spurs. He got injured with the Clippers. He's right, he has an injury track record. That's different from a guy that acts out. Like, that's the track record but, but that that's, people right. look at Kyrie. Like, he acts out. He, he does acts what he out, wants. He takes really, sabbaticals 
I don't see Kawhi Leonard just taking time off from the team. Just does, to take people off. say he takes uh, what's they call it now today's ATM. ATM. Uh, load management. Load, load management. management. He's the right. king of load management. Is right. he really injured or is he load managing? Because he's the kid. Like he's load managing. He, he, See, you're talking to the wrong one about load management. Because, because what lo load management, <laughs> load management in today's game, I think is necessary. Especially but, but with I, your stars, because I'm you want your stars to be your I'm stars. Not saying stars it's not. I'm not. When, I'm not. When we're talking about Kawhi Leonard, I don't blame Kawhi. Because he wants to take care of his body first. I don't. I'm not saying. I that. understand the money and like he's getting paid a lot of money to be out there. I want him to be out there too. I get what you're saying, but I'm not going to equate Kawhi's injury and him taking his time coming back to make sure he's right to Kyrie leaving LeBron and then leaving Boston and going to there and destroying the, the relationship. What between Kawhi Leonard did and what Ben Simmons did last year. What do you mean? This is a big thing. When Ben Simmons said, I wasn't ready to play, and he got crucified by the media. Well, I didn't crucify Ben. I didn't crucify Ben. So you asked, I did. You asked, you asked I did. me who that question. Ready. I asked did. Me who that question? Because I was with Ben. No, I, I was with Ben. I was with Ben. He wasn't ready. He was, I don't yeah. know he was ready. And he me, wasn't me, me and Troy actually went back and forth on that. Yeah, I was, so you got to talk to me about that. Because I don't see no difference between him and Kawhi Leonard, except Kawhi Leonard's been getting paid more and been getting a pass because he won a ring. The only thing I the only thing that I was, I was, was top, that ben. guy was a top three player in the league he, for like four years. He won a ring. Thank three you. Years. Thank you. He was his, a top his, three player. He, he so already he, proven his status. Oh, no, for sure. You he can't sit here and say Got paid, and then he's been load management for two, three years. That's my opinion. <laughs> I just, with, with Kawhi, it's different for me because. It's way different. He actually has because because he won. But the thing that's different with Kawhi and, and, and somebody brought this up. Somebody brought this up the other day. They were bringing up the fact that we need to start looking at Kawhi like how we start looking at AD, right? Like everybody calls AD street clothes, and they start all this no, stuff I, like I, that. I can agree with you. I and I was like, okay, I can understand that because you know the whole load management thing, and he's always hurt and stuff like that. Blah blah blah, right? But then. You got to you got to you start to really think about the roles that these players are playing, right? So like you take that with Kyrie. Has Kyrie ever led any of his teams to the to the championship or to the playoffs? No, I, as a player, I think Kyrie Irving is uh, the most skilled basketball player we ever seen. But he's not. I can a, agree with that. He's not a winner as his, as he's not a one a winner as a start as a one option. Yeah, no, he's, for sure. I can agree with that. He's he, like he. I was. We. I'm glad you brought this up because I had this the, up the last show, but we never talked about it. Uh, without LeBron James, he's a. But he, he, I had his his career record without LeBron James. With his time without LeBron James, he's a career loser. Only right, has, does that depend on Kyrie? Does that go on Kyrie? The team that's he's around? like he's has like a 33%. But he's had the Boston Celtics, the the Brooklyn. He's had thick. He's hit. Wait, like he, wait. Boston, Boston. When he was in Boston, we had good records. But but at the same, I'm talking. I'm so his it up right now. But right. But if you do, do, give me a second, please do I, that because I would love to know his record with Boston, and I and I'll see. I'm not going to say he he won with Boston. I'm just saying with LeBron and Ver, and I, it was a perfect set. It was on ESPN. But we can't deny the fact that when Kyrie was out of that Boston lineup, they did look better. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, no, 100%. So, he's, I got, he's a ball stopper. He's a ball stopper. And that's the point. And that's the point that I think Lamar is getting at is just that 
when Ky- when it's a Kyrie ran team, when it's a team that's supposed to be based around Kyrie, and I'm not talking about like a like a team like the Celtics where they have Kyrie and pieces. You know what I'm saying? Like a few pieces, like a young Jason Tatum, a young David Brown. He's 166 to 199 career record. He has a 721% winning percentage with LeBron. He has a 47% winning percentage. He has a 72% winning percentage with LeBron, a 47% winning percentage without LeBron today. (laughs) I mean, and you can can equate that to really any other superstar, honestly. With Kyrie. Okay, so let me ask you this. How many, when you're looking at stats and numbers, and I love math, right, do you calculate how many games played with and how many games played without? Yeah. Do I do? do, All right, because you know why I look at it like that? Because as a Warrior fan, a lot of times people would always have – How many games did – so the numbers – let the me, numbers me, that you're reading to me. Sorry, sorry, Lamar. Me, I want to stick the on numbers, and, and, uh, Go ahead. Like, finish the numbers. Point. The numbers you're reading to me, right, is based on the time that Kyrie spent with LeBron and the time that Kyrie spent without LeBron. So if Kyrie spent a short amount of time without LeBron and a bigger time, like a, a short amount of time with LeBron, a bigger time without LeBron, what do you think the outcome of the percentages will be? If he's playing with LeBron, who is a superstar, who knows how to win, right? So we're going to calculate that into the numbers. And then – Playing on other teams, yes, Boston and them will go into his record of, you know, him winning. But the Cavs team before he got there and now the, the three years on the Nets. Like, he's played fi- almost 500 games yeah, he's, he, without he has, LeBron, without yeah, him, right? He's played, he played almost 200 games with, with LeBron. Right. So that that's why those numbers, to, to just me, of my me being a math guy, that's why those numbers – would look the way they look because it's because a if, if, sample size, right? Because mm-hmm. if you give him, if you give Kyrie the 483 games that he had without LeBron and with LeBron, then we can have that conversation. Like, damn, bad, bro was bad without LeBron, and then with LeBron for the same amount of time, he was good. Then I'll be like, all right, I get you, but I do understand where you're coming from. I just don't, I can't take that. I can make a lot of more time about that. No, one hundred percent. Go through that. No, let, we can do it. Yeah, we yeah. can do it. I'm not, a, a, I'm not a Kyrie defender, but before, before, I will hold before, him down. And, I, and he, before LeBron like got there, the Cavs down. was the worst team in the oh, league every year. One hundred percent, but that's not what? Kyrie's fault, though. I was gonna say that can't. I I understand that part. I don't equate that on Kyrie. I don't. I don't. No, you can't even equate it on him at all. Yeah, I don't put. I don't put that all on Kyrie because you have to have the team is horrible. Yes, the the front office. The team is horrible. Yes, they have to put the pieces around him. They were that bad. That's why they were able to draft That team was horrible, and that's the reason why they were able to get rid of pieces. That's really yeah. No, and that's the reason why they were able to get rid of Andrew Wiggins in order for LeBron to come. And Andrew Bynum, yep. Different about the Celtics situation, like you said, not Bynum, uh, Bennett, and, and yeah, Andrew Bennett, yeah, Anthony Bennett. I didn't Anthony understand Bennett. why the Celtics and y'all, y'all made a good point about uh Gordon Hayward coming back. I didn't understand why the Celtics didn't work. This is where I felt not where I started looking at Kyrie as he doesn't play winning basketball, it's because when Isaiah Thomas was there, Lil IT, they were a bet. I'll be honest with you, I, they were a better team to me. With it there, then what's Gordon Kyrie. Hayward there with it? I don't, mm, I don't think so. I don't think I think Gordon Hayward got there after. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think people realize, and just me as a Boston fan, I don't think people realize how much Gordon Hayward hurt that team. Hurt that team, definitely, yeah. definitely. And I and it's, and it's not on Gordon Hayward. 
and not at all. It's, it's on Brad Stevens. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's Absolutely. on Brad because that was his guy, and uh, he wants to push his guy, and he's mm-hmm. got to put his guy right back in the start lineup when he comes from breaking his fucking foot all crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's crazy, Brad. Sit that nigga on the damn bench mm-hmm. and let these guys jail. It's so funny to me how Emmanuel Doka could come in, right, with mm-hmm. almost the same roster, the same pieces. You get that is uh, a Titus, uh, Titus back, uh, you know, you get Al Horford back. Mm-hmm. You know, you start getting key pieces that was there with Brad back, and it's like, all right, I can use you this way, use you this way, where Brad didn't see that. And it's like, if Emmanuel Doka was there or another coach was there, and I'm not saying Brad is not a good coach, he's a very intelligent coach, but if it was another coach in that place, I don't think Gordon Hayward comes right back to the starting lineup. And I think if it's another coach there, they trade Gordon Hayward when he got that injury. Yeah. They wouldn't have resigned him. They wouldn't have done that. They wouldn't have extended him. They would have just let him go. Because they, they would have yep. understood what they had in, J, uh, in JB and JT. They would have yeah. understood it because it's undeniable. You can see it. They're like, oh, okay. like Kyrie goes there, he goes down, they make the playoffs. And I think it was damn near the Eastern Conference Finals, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Then the next year, they go back. I think they lose in the second round. I think the next year after that, they go back to the Eastern Conference Finals. Then they lose in the second round. I think losing the second round, go back to the Eastern Conference Finals or something like Because they've been there four times. Mm-hmm. This, this year was the fourth time Jason Tatum made it to Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. So and then and then okay, but I don't blame it on Kyrie not fitting. I think Kyrie would have fit with that team well because it, it could have developed JT shot a lot more because he would have got a lot of more catches. But then shot. now the Nets now, <clears throat> now the Nets, and not the season. I can't blame. Like I said, it's that's the thing. It's like it's always. I'm not gonna lie because I, what I'm gonna say, you're gonna have a reason. It's like always a million reasons why Kyrie didn't do this, other than the sabbaticals. I will not defend. You get what I'm saying? Like so, last the, the sabbaticals. I would not defend when so he then just they get to the playoffs and they took get knocked time off in the first round and they don't look good. People are gonna say, "Well, James," and then uh, the, you know what I'm saying? No, or, the, no, you gotta look at the other side of the coin. It's not James people. Or, you, or well, Lamar, 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 you, know you can't, it's you always, can't. No, I always tell, can't. I always tell these guys the this, right? But I always tell these guys this when you, when you, I always make the analogy that you can't read the beginning of the book, mm. you have to finish the whole book. There's a lot that goes into winning a, a playoff series, a lot that goes in, and there's also a lot that can go into you losing a playoff series. The Nets had a lot of things stacked against them going against a Boston team who turned it the fuck around and was hot like a motherfucker. But it's every... I uh, understand that it's Kyrie and KD, uh, but right, when you're going against a well-oiled machine, the defense, like, go go back and just After, watch the defense Boston played on Kyrie and KD, and then maybe you'll understand it a little bit why they got swept the fuck You around. absolutely... You got to read the whole book. You absolutely... You got to look at the end of the book, but I feel like you not... Not the end. Read the whole book. Read the whole book, but you not seeing the end of the story because we... This is how I look at it. What Kyrie been in the league? 11 years? Niggas been yep. like... Yeah, 11 so, years. so if he plays five more yeah, years and this narrative stays the same, where does he rank in top echelon point guards and all like where does his what and maybe he his don't skill he ranks high, career he but, doesn't but, but but yeah, it, because he's tarnishing his life going on, do it like and then all the things that you're saying is correct, but it doesn't matter at the end of the story when we look back and go, yeah, he didn't do what we, he was supposed he's he didn't live up. He's like I said, he might be the most skilled player we've ever seen. But when the story's over, are is it were you gonna say he was the most did he live up to that? 
on 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 being the most skilled is, is he one of the is he oh he lived up to being one of the most skilled players no, but is, he, is he is he the 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 heir apparent to kobe or like you get what i'm saying like is he that uh that guy the like, next echelon of great point great guard players, players, what yeah. saying, like you know what I'm no, i think that? i think well, lamar and i'm gonna say some i think a lot of people are gonna rate Kyrie high when his career no matter how it turns out I think yes, only because, because a lot of people judge of greatest of all time is by skill. Like mm-hmm. we had a nasty conversation, which we're gonna get to in this show. That yep. one guy is just so nasty that he's just the best in that in that group of guys because he's that nasty. When it's like, mm-hmm. oh, other guys have more impact. Other guys, what they did impacted the team to win a championship. Like, so I get what you're saying. You're 100. You're 100 right. It's okay, and I. I Kyrie might be ranked hot, but like, for example, like people might put him over Chris Paul when it's all said and done, be just based off skill and he got yeah, a ring. skill. But you career, Chris Paul. But 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 okay. So would you put him over like Jason Kidd? Skill? No, nah, I'm just career. Career. Like it's it's when it's. But I'm not a Kyrie and, guy. That's why. Like, but I'm the, not a Kyrie guy. Like, I love it's, Kyrie's it's Kyrie. Game going to go down as a top 10 point maybe i'm not even i think he'll be top if 10, kyrie wins if but kyrie can win top without lebron ever if kyrie could win without lebron like if he wins with KD, i know people are going to put another actress next to that like okay you won with lebron uh, you also win one with the second greatest player in the, in the now, world I, I think like, people will respect the kd and kyrie one no a lie. little bit because it's not the warriors that's the only reason i think i think that's what the, that. the people will respect Kyrie and Katie winning because Katie isn't on the Warriors. Mm-hmm. He's and on another damn Katie team and he's, just, and he's winning. Yes. That's the only reason why that, that they will be respected. But people are going to look at Kyrie like, this nigga won with LeBron and KD. Like, that's mm-hmm. what fans are going to say. That's what the media is going to say. Oh, he couldn't win but with on his own. When he was Boston, he couldn't win in Boston. Then he had to go back and team up with another superstar for him to win again. That's what people if, are going to say. If we're that. being if we're being real about sports history, there's really only been two point guards technically to lead their team to a championship. Oh, 100%. And so that I don't think people are going to to Oh, but they say it now though. Kill his they placement. Say it now. They they do. But, they say it now. But how but some you know, I feel like over time, like people used to uh Shit on Kobe for not winning no rings with Shaq, right? And then he won a ring with Shaq, and people still was like, "Well, he had a he had Gasol, Bynum." They were still saying that until it came to the end of his career, and people started appreciating what he did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I don't think Kyrie gets the same thing because he's tarnishing that. No, and I agree with you. I agree with you on that point. I agree with you. I agree with you. That's why I said like skill yes career people are going to throw everything you're saying into his career because that's mm-hmm. just what he made of his career so mm-hmm. it's on the basketball and and mm-hmm. basketball is now cnn too so you got to bring all that stuff with it so mm-hmm. all uh the tweets and all that stuff are going to come up too which isn't fair but it's the but, same to me it's the same the- thing that t with tio it's why tio had to fight so hard to get into hall of fame Be- but because of because of the, the way he was right but because of the way he was tarnishing his, his legacy. I think I I agree with you to some degree, but I think are the difference between it's two different sports. So no, what you say? I'm just talking about the the tarnishing but the, but part. The, uh, nah, and I, that's why I said I agree with you on that. But I think I think I'm just looking at Kyrie's production on the court. What I'm talking about, he, he's tarnished like 
at the end of the day, you're going to like, for example, I feel this way about Dame too. I'm t- we're talking, I'm just talking about on the court. I love Dame Lillard, but he's not going to go down where he should go in upper echelon point guards because even like people was mad he was on the top 75, which is absurd to me. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I can understand why they mad though, but but, go ahead. but people was mad that he's not, he was on the top seventy five, which is absurd to me. Well, I don't understand not, when you talking about because he's not going to be a winner if he don't. When you said Kyrie, Kyrie, when you said To was on the field though, To's was more about Kyrie. Other, if we're looking than, at games played, Kyrie has I'm not, been on the. On I'm the, not talking about their production. Oh. I meant like To's issues was like people was mad that he To has all, no yeah, his, his not, had, had no reason to not to be in the Hall of Fame. He danced. He, they doing everything. He he was a uh, innovator. Everything that they do now that they're allowing in the game, he innovated and they made it. Yeah, they made Chad Ocho Cinco. No sense. But that's a whole. That's why I said that don't make. Yeah, no it's sense. different. But that's why I said you're right. It's different from <laughs> what Kyrie is doing. But that's that why I only said no with sense. the tarnishing part. <laughs> that what I was saying is. They I all, get what you're did. saying that towards the at the end of his career they're gonna look back on everything like they did with Tio. That's not what I'm saying. Basically, yeah, absolutely. it's like they're gonna hold this stuff against him, but they're gonna hold it against everybody. When AD, yeah. AD when AD get there, they're gonna hold AD like you said about Kawhi. When Kawhi gets there, they're gonna hold mm-hmm. that stuff against Kawhi. Why is LeBron the only person in this era like that is already in the, in the top ten? Because everybody else, you don't know where their placement is. You don't know where these guys are going to finish. You know LeBron's going to finish somewhere in the top ten. Now people Same are moving Steph. 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 Right. That's I what I said. Now people are moving Steph in their top ten. I'm not there yet. But people are moving Steph in their top ten because they know there's a strong possibility he's going to finish there anyway. So I can beat you to the punch or whatever people's mindset is putting mm-hmm. him in their top ten. But why isn't KD a solidified top ten player? Why isn't Kyrie? No, well, I know we know why Kyrie. Kyrie has the skill to be a top ten player, but he doesn't have the production or the you know the, the things on the court to, to mm-hmm. be a top ten player. So I agree with you there, but I think I, I do think you need to look at the because I do it with everybody. Even when I was hard on James Harden, I could understand that James left because it was a hard situation to deal with. Like not Kyrie not being there and thinking there's going to be something else. But my point is, you have to look at the other side of the coin. It's not just Kyrie's fault. It's James' fault, too, because James Harden was doing his antics. James Harden was doing his shit. Remember when he let the ball roll past him on the court yeah, in the live Harden, game? Yeah. Like, James. James Harden was doing his shit. So when people be like, yo, Kyrie is tarnishing his legacy. No, I understood this from when I was in school. I used to always go home and be like, Dad, the teachers are picking on me. Father, no teachers fucking picking on you. When the teachers was literally picking on me, they knew exactly how to push my motherfucking buttons to get me to just while out, to react, to do stuff. And I feel that's what they're doing to Kyrie. Like every time he do something, he's under the microphone, guys. I'm gonna say something because then he's gonna react. He's not gonna react the way he wants, then we could punish him for it. They no, knew I, he I, wasn't gonna get up there and be like, Yeah, I'm because that's Kyrie. Look at every other thing interview is, I, he's I had. Everything on his like I said, we get Kyrie on the show, not this Kyrie Irvin. We get Kyrie as far as his actual because I want to hear his shit. Actual media, the shit in the media, I don't have no problem with what he's doing at all. No, me I agree with him. No, the, 100%. Even, and like I said, even with the Jan- like reason why I don't, I think what we're talking about, I'm not disagreeing with you about Jan- No, me either. But I think, mm. Jan- I think Kyrie is held at, at a higher regard than James Harden. James Harden kind of has, to me at least, not tarnished, but he's already kind of 
messed up his legacy with stuff like letting the ball roll, having 11 turnovers and closeout games, like stuff like having fat in Houston and, and fucking hey, telling yeah, him. He's wearing a body like, suit. James, we know it's a body suit, man. Like we know it's a body suit, James Harden. So, like, it's, see, I can get you on the show so you can come out. No, just don't, don't forget the antics, James. James, James has already, but I'm just saying, Kyrie, nobody, like, from on the on a basketball court, people yeah be mad about Kyrie's media presence or whatever, which I don't really care about. But people don't hold him to the same standard as they do James Harden. Mm-hmm. People no, already have, people have already disregarded but... James Harden as like a, a because a one of the they, but I'm <laughs> you not gonna make excuses. No, but definitely because but James Harden gets put in the conversation for me as Charles Bar. He gets put in the same conversation as him. Great. Great players that have the talent to win when the pieces are put around them, but fail to do so. That's that's the category I put James Harden because he could have definitely won titles. People say the Warriors was in their way, but I definitely think Chris Paul get Chris Paul stay healthy. They got a good chance of closing that shit out in six. Like good chance of closing it out in six. And it's not it's nothing against the Warriors if they lose that. That Houston team was a well put together team. It was a well put together team. So. Blowing those chances, making the mistakes, being a part of your team, missing 29 straight or whatever it was, 29 straight threes. like 28 no, straight 20, consecutive. Like, Chris Paul don't help them save that. That's all I'm like, saying. And, that and, falls all on you, James. Like You're right. There's things that fall on people's legacy that when they get to that hall. That's why we do the, the segment. And Lamar, that's why I'm glad like you're going to be a little part of the show because we can get you on the basketball show. You want to be a, a good part. And not to mention, they I'm was winning that. that game. They was right, winning right. that game. And we came back. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, we out that, here. Stop playing with us, man. Well, we do this segment called Safer Out where we re- uh, evaluate players mm-hmm. and we put them in the From the Sideline Hall of Fame. That's mm-hmm. coming when like, when we do the revamp. That's staying. We're just going to revamp it so it's like. And you know I'm getting spicy on here, man, because there's a lot of Hall of, Hall of Fame play. Y'all know. Y'all can get up out yeah. of there. Like, I tell you, we did Robert Horry is, is probably, if you haven't seen the Robert Horry episode, Y'all go fucking watch that episode. Hey, <laughs> that, that episode Robert got real, real. Safe and out got fucking crazy. Because everybody real, just real. thought, everybody really just thought that because his nickname was Big Shot Bob, that that Big Shot Bob shot his ass into the Hall of Fame. No, nigga. No. Like, oh, he has seven rings. Like, I don't give a fuck. What was his impact by none contributing of to those rings? Yeah, he has some impact contributing to those rings. But how important? Where does it fall in line against everybody else? It doesn't. Here's the thing. that, that Somebody that, said... Somebody said I'll take Robert Horry's seven rings over Kobe's five and two. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. You're, 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 you're an idiot if you think that. I Absolutely like Kobe's name, but that guy in that TikTok guy, you're an idiot if you think anybody will take Robert Horry's seven unless they just want rings. It's a team yeah. sport, so I do think rings matter in the conversation of greats, but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that if you're a role player, you get skipped above greats because you greats, right? <laughs> See, I, lo- I like that, Lamar, because I always said. I always say there's a list of greats that got championships, and then somewhere at the end of that, it stops, right? You got all the all the superstars and stars that won championships, however you align them. And right here is like those role players, those guys that won a lot of championships on teams on the bench. Like, yeah. that's where they go. They don't get put up here. Here, not Corey from down here and try to put him up here with, with a guy like Kobe. Like, no. Like, we nah. was even saying that yesterday that we need to reevaluate Kobe's career versus LeBron. Say that for another episode. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people ain't gonna be happy with the that analysis. I'm gonna tell y'all right now, and it's not going. It's not gonna go the way you think. 
damn sure ain't going away they think. But let's get into this and bead dropping. What he drop? What he drop? Forty nine. Damn near fifty back to back. Nice, the boy out there and tripping. Been out here killing. And B went 49-11 with how many assists? No, he oh, went 59-11 and 8. 59, sorry. Yeah, he went. Almost 60. Yeah, he dropped. seven blocks. Woo. And B scored 59, career high, 59, 11 boards, eight assists, seven blocks, and a historic performance, you <coughs> feel me, against the motherfucking Jazz, who they only beat by how many points? Let's stop doing this. Let's not do this. Let's not do this now. Cause I got it right here, guys. I got it right here. Against a team that's supposed to be at the bottom of the league. And I'm supposed to hip hit hurry. No, fuck that dude. All right. It's supposed to be at the bottom of the league, but what's their record? No, they supposed to, and they're playing hard because teams underestimate them niggas and they out there outworking teams. And I'm I'm not I'm gonna give credit to the Jazz. But come on, bro. Not, it's the yeah, damn true. Jazz. Who's their star? Nobody. No one. Who's their all-star? No I one. got you. Who their no star one. is? Jordan Clarkson. That's oh, yeah. their star. Stop playing man. with that boy, he's, man. He's not Jordan six Clarkson. He's not year. Jordan Clarkson. All right? He's not Jordan Clarkson. All right? He's not Jamal Crawford. All right? What, what you mean? Jordan. Kelly Olynyk is their star, bro. What you talking about? Don't Kelly disrespect Olenek. Kelly Olynyk, bro. Hey, don't forget. Big ass shot gonna look like Lori Markinen. That's it. Lori Markinen. Don't forget that here. Kenny Olynyk arms come out real easy. All right. And remember, them just come out real easy. Yeah, the motherfucking so arms. Stop it. Stop it right now. Stop it right now. Right now. <laughs> Kenny Olynyk gonna get me for that one. He's like, oh, this that joke. Kelly, we gonna get you on the show. Kelly, we gonna get you on the show. Yeah, you, your arm come out, bro. You you damn Toy Story, bro. That's what you Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> Is this snake in my boot? <laughs> <laughs> you damn Lego. <laughs> oh no. Oh goodness. No, nah, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you, pain. But yeah, how you guys feel about Embiid's game? I'll let you know how I feel. Uh and Embiid, my dude. Don't don't get me wrong when I say fuck that dude, guys. It's Embiid is just my saying, right? Embiid is like we talked about this the other day. Embiid He's is the best, best big man in the game. Best big, in the, best big man Tim, in the game. Tim and Jokic. One but he did this against the Jazz, and his 60 points was almost impactful because they only won by like six points. Hey, 6.7. I would say I would say the win against the, the Hawks the night before. When he dropped 40. When he dropped 42. 42 yeah. and 10. And you got DeJounte and Trey Young both dropping over 20, even though DeJounte Murray didn't shoot well. But still, that, that win that is more impactful. Win. Than that Utah Jazz win because it's like the Utah Jazz is not really even though the Utah Jazz can score in bunches they can score a lot. Their that win is not as significant as the Hawks because the Hawks have a lot of hype coming in. Trey Young, Dejounte, they still got John Collins, uh, Capella. So like that, their team is projected. Everybody's projecting them to be a high seated team. Yeah, not to mention how they started up and coming. So with the Jazz, it's like, yes, they're a good team. If you look at the Jazz's pieces, their right, if you look at their places <laughs> and their record, they play really well together. That's the thing. They play really, really well together. Everybody that they have on their team complements each other well. Mm -hmm. So when you see their, when you see them playing, you see their record, you're like, damn, hold on, Mike. These, these motherfuckers actually kind of like, actually kind of good. But we all know how the Jazz are. They're going to cap out it's middle of the season, first well. round playoffs. It's not going to end well. We already know that, right? But... As far as him, I'm not going to lie to you. 
And I've always kind of said this when it, when it was uh, in regards to Joel Embiid. Shaq said if he can show his dominance, he'll be the best big man in the league. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying he hasn't been the best big man in the league. But if he continues to put up numbers like this, I'm not saying he has to drop 50, 60 points every single goddamn night. But 30-plus, 40-plus, 10-plus rebounds, not to mention you're doing it on the defensive side of the ball, Joel, you're winning MVP. There's nothing that can do that they can do to take that away from you. They're not going to give it to Jokic. They're not going to give it to this person because – no, Joel, you're going to win MVP. MVP yeah, you're so. going to win MVP. It's, it's that simple. If you continue these Herculean efforts that you have been doing, barring injury – even if you do come back from injury and you still come, you still going crazy because he was injured a uh, few games prior, came back, and now he's been doing this. So, barring injury, I understand it's a long season, but if he can continue to play like this, and then James Harden comes back whenever he decides to, you know, whenever he comes back and is healthy, and he plays pretty well. I'm not going to say old James Harden as of old, but if he plays well enough to the point where if Joel's Herculean efforts and James Harden efforts, plus you have a young Maxi with his efforts. I think the Sixers can be making some noise, but it's all going to depend on Joel. I like how you didn't name Tobias Harris. Um, Tobias Harris has been renting a jersey from the Sixers for about three, four years now. Right. He needs to go ahead and turn that back in and get his and get and get his deposit back right now. Mm-hmm. Is, is Tobias Harris? Well, I'm not going to get into that. Joel, <laughs> Joel, that's that's a whole nother. <laughs> Uh, not segment even, for not, another time, man. Like segment for another time. Saying, but it's just, I was, yeah, that's a whole another. Yeah. So a lot, lot to unpack there. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, like you just said, if he can, he the MVP is his for the taking if he continues to play like this. Uh, and I even when you mentioned how him James and they all complement each other. I think James is actually playing good. The way he's been playing, the, the way he's changed up his game, I actually like it uh so far so just if he can come back and they all can develop a chemistry i think they will make some noise i d- mm, I, I think so coming out the east i it, it's still early but I, I that the top the top of the east is heavy i know a lot of people probably think it's boston again but i i don't know now, Bucks looking really good right now. Let's stay now. The Bucks are looking really good right now. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks beat us in, in round three this year. But I got I got Boston in seven. If I'm, if I'm being honest, if I'm being honest, if the Sixers can continue to play the way they've been playing and keep keep getting keep getting better, honestly, if they keep getting better, playing better basketball. You gotta think about it like this. They have a quality win over ATL, which was a bigger win than which is uh, numbers wise, margin wise, which was a, a larger win than what they beat the Jazz, right? Mm-hmm. If they can get past an Atlanta team, if they can put together a few regular season wins against Boston and against a Miami, and understand kind of how that system is going to work, we all know we all know what uh, Milwaukee is going to be, right? Right. But with Boston and the new coach and everything, how they're coming in and how they're coming in still hungry, especially after losing their coach to a suspension and then damn near potentially losing him for, for good. Right. I still I think that if the Sixers can put together a recipe to where Joel Embiid is going off and averaging what he's averaging now on both sides of the ball, you have Tyrese Maxey still coming up with maybe 2025 and James Harden 
stepping into a nice little solid role, I think that they would be able to make a case for the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm not going to say they're coming out to the East to the Finals, but they will be able to they make a case. They got to get there, though. That's my thing. The 76 that will be the thing. They have to put it all together and continue to work in, together. If the they team. lose in any other round, then the Eastern Conference Finals is a failure. All right. It's and honestly, last point, last point when it comes to the Sixers, it depends on matchups. I'm not going to lie to you. When it comes to playoffs, it's going to depend on their matchup. And that's how I feel about the whole they don't want, that they don't want Boston, they don't want the Heat. They don't. I, I feel about the whole, like, yeah, it, that's how I feel about the whole East. I feel like. Now, I see, what, I think, I think if the Bucks we, match up well against everybody. I think the only matchup that's not good for them is the Boston matchup. But I think anybody else, they walk through them. Like unless, because even Katie and Kyrie, as much as I like, I say they're gonna finish the top two seed. Like if you really look at them, like if Kyrie, Kyrie's on the team, like I don't think like if James, when James Harden was there, like all healthy, ain't no way that hell that Bucks team beating them. But if Chris Middleton's healthy, like I gotta see the Nets play some tremendous goddamn defense to beat. Yeah, defense. And I yep. don't think they could do that. So that's why I'm saying they're not even a threat. But I think the Bucks walk through, and I'm saying. I'm not saying they sweep everybody, but six games, they'll have a seven game series somewhere. I don't I don't see them being stopped. I think the only team that could stop them, and this is not me being biased, I'm being like legit, is Boston. Boston. I would but would you be surprised? Like, I just don't think I would be surprised if I wouldn't be surprised at all if Boston, of course, because they've been there, Milwaukee, <clears throat> Miami, or even Philly. Made it out of the east, was representing the east. I, I think that's I the top four teams. It wouldn't, yeah, no, saying, yeah, I think that's it, definitely the top four teams. It, 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 like, but it's like one of them will fall out because if if the Nets were fully healthy, like and there was no questions on Kyrie, no questions on KD, like they're they're a top three team, hmm. like no questions asked. They're top just with those two people, they're top three team. And then if Ben, I know people like to calculate Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons is just playing defense, they're top. Mm -hmm. I don't need no fucking offense from you. Just play defense. Go stand in the corner and get ready to dunk. That's what I'm going to tell him. Just get ready to dunk. I don't care if they push you, foul you, go to the foul guy, you miss every fucking free throw. You can be Shaq. I don't give a fuck. Even though Shaq shot 50% from the free throw on square. But you can be Shaq. Man. Just, I, all I need you to do is show them that you're willing to drive so they start stepping up to you in that lane and you can start yeah. kicking out. And you can just start kicking out to us for open shots. That's all I need Ben to do. But yeah, those are the top fourteen: Bucks, yeah. Boston. I would say Heat and Sixers in that order. Yeah, and like when you thought if the like you said if the Nets could put it together, I would throw them in there too. You're absolutely right. Some people are like, wait, you're a Boston fan. Why not put Boston first? I just think right now we're looking at this season right now. Both the Bucks are playing really well, even without Chris Middleton, they're playing very well. But when they come against Boston's playoff defense, I don't know. I don't know. I need to see that. Um, quick question. Last. Monday. Did we do the centers? Yep. So we got to do the championship rounds. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, uh, it's a championship rounds now, man. This is Sweet 16. Yes, sir. No, no, the Sweet 16 we did for point guard, shooting guard. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, uh, elite 8, right? Status. Final 4, Elite 8? I think it's the Elite 8. Elite 8 for point guards. No, no. All right. So it's right after Elite. It's the Final 4. Bottom four. Oh shit! Let's make it happen. Stop playing. All right. So recap real quick. I run through them so you know who played who in uh, Elite Eight. 
Um, an elite eight point guards. Magic played Oscar. Magic won. Size. And uh, elite eight shoot, shooting guard. Michael Jordan beat Kobe. And the forwards, LeBron beat Kevin Durant. And the centers, Hakeem Olajuwon beat Shaq. So now we down to Hakeem, LeBron, MJ, MJ Magic. MJ Magic. What's the first round in the, in the uh, what's the in the final four? Who playing who? I'm not too sure if I like that LeBron is over. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I, I don't that, know. Maybe I didn't, and that, I didn't like that LeBron over KD because I thought about oh, it. In a, I was it's, just it's, saying, it's a bro. KD get off first. It's yeah. over. It's <laughs> over. I didn't like that either. I, that's mm-hmm. what my eyes. I said, hmm. In a in a one v one. I don't know about that, bro. And then what he beat him? Twenty one to five. Hell what? Yeah. <laughs> what? KD stopping him a, more than once. He's seven foot. Why are not gonna do that, he, he, bro? Stop it. I understand he's skinny and he brittle. You feel me? He built like me, but it's okay. All right, my man guy, he play a little defense. I'm pretty sure he can get a few off front. I'm saying what? And he gonna get that mini. He gonna pull. Yeah. All right, final four. Here we go. Yeah, just it's just that's it, man. All right, we got Michael Jordan versus Magic Johnson. Oh, this is gonna be so egregious. I already, I can already, gonna take I can already it. see it. I can already see it. Michael Jordan wins twenty-one to one. God. <laughs> well, no, nah, that's understandable. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's understandable. You saw what he did to him in that Olympics game. You I was just play, saying, that's, yeah, not it's a, just, hey, that's not Magic a, with the hee hee. Yeah. You know, he 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 to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got LeBron. Versus Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem. I think Hakeem taking it. But I think they're going to give it to LeBron. So gross right here. LeBron wins it 21 to 9. That's ridiculous. That's wild. That's ridiculous. That is wild. I'm picturing Hakeem swat that shit. Swat that shit. Have you ever played in bro? everything, bro. I was going to say, have you ever played somebody that's skilled and taller than you? I seen a seven seven foot two do that my job today, nigga. I seen a seven foot two dude at my job today, and I'm tall. Uh, I'm normally tall in my normal day life. I'm looking up at this nigga like, damn, yeah. this what the short people feel? Man, what I'm you doing here, bro? What are you doing here? Go I get my email. Him, I walked up to him and I was like, yo, I just got one question at you. He's like, seven two. I was like, thank you. Yep, <laughs> I don't want to know. Thank That's you. all I want to know. He looked annoyed, but I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I, mean, I, hey, I, I look because I I I've talked to a person that's over seven foot before, right? They hate that damn question. They hate it. I don't know what it is, but they hate it. They that's hate why it. They ask, that's, that's why they already business. know. That's their business. Don't come out and yeah, that's, that's why they mean. already know what and what answer to give. If get, I gotta be asked, if every day I gotta ask, if somebody asks me to get something off the top of the goddamn show, nigga, you get to get asked how tall you are. <laughs> right. And then the strange thing is, his girlfriend was seven feet. He was seven two. She was seven foot. Oh my god! Damn, why they not? Why she not in the W? And they were interracial too. She they was just her. like, all right, all they right. They kids can be, they kids can be sixteen foot tall, boy. Right, fucking nineteen. The, I just said at my job, the Giants are back. The Giants are back. Man, bro, what? They kid, um, they kid is not a hooper, bro. They kid, they kid is probably Victor Wilbur. No cap. Shit, <laughs> were you talking about Wilmington? Victor, yep. <laughs> Victor Wilmington. Yeah. That, that's probably that kid, bro. Like, we got ass next time. He's 7'4". He's nice kid. You know what I mean? Finals. 
Seven four. I'm, I'm just saying. Put two and two uh, together. We'll get Vic on the show. Here, uh, for your son. <laughs> you know what I'm the finals. MJ versus Braun. They did this on purpose. We just report you always Right. They definitely did it on purpose. Because LeBron should have lost in the last round, no cap. LeBron should have lost two rounds ago. Well, right. I was say, we lost right. two rounds ago. Right. It, should be, it right. should be Michael Jordan versus KD right now. Easily. Oh, Hakeem. Oh, Hakeem, honestly. Yeah, that would have been a better – Hakeem versus KD would have been the one. Imagine yeah. Jordan beats him 21-15. 21-15. And Mike beat Kobe what? Braun beat Kobe? No, Mike beat Kobe uh, in the earlier round, right? Um, Mike beat Kobe in, I think, the final round, didn't he? And it was 21-something. Way, way. Because I just want to – because if you're telling me LeBron had a better chance against Mike than Kobe did, I don't believe you in a one-on-one game. Yeah, I'm not taking that either. <laughs> you said say that again. If you you said who had a you telling me LeBron did better in a one v one game against Mike than Kobe did? I'm not believing. Oh, he did. He did. Yeah, that's oh, crazy. That's, that's Bleacher Report. You're not split. That's that's a whole. See, I Bleacher told you we, we're not split. We gonna have this conversation. When we have this conversation, we're gonna set the internet blaze. Because I think I'm starting to realize. That somebody is better than somebody, but we'll talk about that a little later. When Mulich brings his ass back on screen, we get to this last topic because I'm a, I'm about to spit some spicy, right? So let me give Lamar the background. So yesterday in our meeting, we was chit chatting, we talking up a little bit, and um, we were talking about Clay Thompson, and mm-hmm. they, we were talking about. Greatest six men. And these guys were saying that Jamal Crawford is the greatest six men of all time because he averaged 20 points and he could get a bucket and um, shit like that. And, um, you know, and I told him it's so crazy because I would take Manu Ginobili over Jamal Crawford. I just think his impact as a six man off the bench was way bigger to winning championships than, oh, wait, Jamal Crawford's none with his 20 points off the bench, right? That's where, that's where I, uh, I kind of, where I told where I told you earlier, I said it's a team sport, right? Mm-hmm. So team accolades do matter. Mm-hmm. And, and it ain't just about, because we're not going to act like Manu wasn't nice. Manu was not, and I tried to tell these guys that Manu would have been a starter on anybody right. else's team on, yeah. that did not have the coach Greg Popper. To me, Manu was, and this might sound crazy because what James did, but at the same time, at the time, understand, at the time, he was comparable. He was yes. the blueprint for the for what James Harden was in OKC. Mm. And if Manu, like how everybody says, if they would have kept that team together, that OKC would have won a championship, but James Harden would have had to stay as Manu, but he didn't want that role mm-hmm. anymore. And he wanted, you've seen what he blossomed into. I now I'm not saying that 
Manu could have blossomed into James Harden if he did the same, had the same attitude. Or he could have been would, a better player. He could have been a much more impactful player if right. he was a starter on his own team. Right. <laughs> That's what I was saying to Mel last night. I was hoping Mel could have made that, but so let me just make sure he's not, he's not there. Um, but I was telling him, like, you know, you guys, are you sleeping on Manu, like, to sit here and say that, you know, Manu couldn't have been a starter on anybody's life. He averaged 16.6 points as a starter for the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Like, every game he started for the Spurs, that's his average. So you think he can't take that somewhere else and turn that into 20 points a game as a starter? Like, Jamal Crawford was a starter on the Knicks, and, he, and that was his team. Mm-hmm. It was his team. But I asked the valuable question when we're talking about who – and I got to ask the question because that's what the conversation led. Who could replace Clay? Jamal Crawford or Manu? And I'm taking Manu. Because Manu can play defense. Not He's not the greatest two-way uh, player, but Manu can, can play some defense. Manu can give you buckets. Manu can facilitate. And Manu can get, like, he like when he, talking about his defense, he almost he averaged 1.2 steals a game, I think. Or so close you're saying to, if you were to take to one of them and put them on the Warriors right, to replace Clay. To replace Clay. I'm taking I would, Manu. I would, I would for sure, because the style of play and just, I mean, it's, I think it's almost easy to to pick Manu because the Warriors play a system that he already played similar in. He's and a much more right. well-rounded player. Don't get it's nothing against Jamal Crawford. Like how I look at it is Jamal Crawford is a prototypical six man. He's right. Go get good. a bucket. He's what you would like if you built a uh uh you Lou Williams. You know what I'm saying Jamal Crawford, uh Jordan Clarkson. Mm-hmm. They are are prototypical, but. In a constructed offense with your starters, and you got other, you want that ball movement flowing. You want somebody who feel <clears throat> that doing everything. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I would take Manu uh, if we was doing if that was the conversation. I to be honest, that I I honest I, if we were say I do kind of agree that Jamal Crawford is the greatest six man of all time based on his skill set. But if we're talking about impact alone, it's I'm taking Manu. everything in consideration. You know what I'm saying? And so his it, impact in winning four championships. And so if not I would, that Jamal Crawford did in his career it, could come too close to that. You know how I do it when I do whenever I get I'm conflicted about a player. I go, if I was building a team and I'm not putting Manu as a starter because he was a six man, who would I want as my six man? So if I had my starters, if I was building my own team or my goat team of goats, I got I got Steph at the point, I got MJ at the two, whatever. Who would be my sixth man? And I can't pick a, a starter. It's got to be a career goat six man. I'm gonna go Manu because he gonna come off that bench with that that goat squad that I built and go crazy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He gonna do the right thing because he does more. <laughs> he does like Jamal Crawford. It's sad to say this, but I'm not saying they couldn't do more. But like his game is one dimensional. Like it is. why do you? That's not even agree think, to say. Like why do you think teams? And I said this to Mel last night. Why do you think teams traded him or let him walk so much? Because you cannot win with a guy like that being a focal point of your team, and it's hard to have a guy like that come off your bench, because then that guy starts dropping twenty points a fucking game, and he wants to be a starter. Mm-hmm. And and the thing with that is, unless and then if you put him in the starting lineup, he fucks up the fucking chemistry of the starting lineup. That's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. That's, That's the biggest point. That's the biggest Manu, point. Manu, you right can there. take out of that six man role, put him in the starting lineup. He ain't fucking nothing up. And everybody exactly. blah, oh, but he played on the Spurs. He played on the Spurs. I don't give a fuck. That's like, the Jamal biggest Crawford point played right with a lot there. of players too, bro. Mm-hmm. All stars. 
and couldn't get it done. Like that Knicks mm. team was his and he couldn't get it done. Like as great as he was, and I'm not I'm not taking nothing away from his skill. He's a very skilled player. I'm talking about career. When you're looking at fit and what they've done in their careers, if I'm going who I want, like you said, Lamar, to be on my team, if I got a team like the Warriors and Clay, Clay's gone, and I'm looking for a guy to replace him, I'm taking Mono. I'm not taking no damn Crawford. Nah, dude, Crawford doesn't even fit. Like, I put Crawford on the Nuggets. Yeah, I I don't think I don't know. I don't think Crawford is as a career. I don't think he was a starter. Like, no, and that's no wasn't. knock on him. Like, it's. Like Mono, the, and that's my point. Mono could have been a starter. Could have been a starter with any the, with the, of no, those 31 mm-hmm. teams that were out there. And Mel disagreeing, I don't see how. Because when Mono started, he was he like he fit that role. It was Greg asked him, Greg Popovich asked him to take that role because he had Parker, because he had Tim Duncan, and he can put pieces in the middle of those two that he can start with. And then Mono's the first one off the bench three minutes into the game. And it's really, so just because he was coming off the bench doesn't mean he was a starter. He just accepted that role. It's the same role people was asking Carmelo to set. Mono just didn't accept it when he was old. He accepted it when he was young. He made if that any other clear. team asked Mono, because Mono, what people don't understand, and that's the thing about Clay. Like, yeah, Clay's a great player, right? But I'm thinking if I replace Clay with Mono, Mono brings me another aspect to the game because mm-hmm. he can also facilitate the offense. He's also and, a good a good passer. And I right? think that's why they kept him on the bench. Like not. I kept they brought him off the bench. Because, right. And that's the same reason why, like I told you about James and Russell. Like how I said that's the, that was the blueprint because you have basically James was a two guard, Manu's a two guard in their offense, but really he's a facilitator, he's a point guard at heart. So they that they staggered him and Tony Parker so they didn't get in each other's way in a sense. You know what I'm saying? And then they developed the chemistry where they could play next to each other. But initially, we're gonna stagger y'all. So when you want to come in and play make he, you know what I'm saying? He's you're not taken away from what he does. And that was the same thing. And, then, <laughs> and then when I said that when people today look at the Euro step, they look at Manu, niggas lost their mind. Like that's true. That's why I learned the Euro step. I don't lie to you. Was fucking nasty. That's why I learned it. I know he ain't the first one to do it. Yeah, no, no he's not the first one to do it. But that's why I seen it first. Me, who did they say? I seen Mono hit that Euro zone first. Who did they say? Here's I'm gonna be honest with you. Manu was the originator, but the person who really made me pay attention to it was Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. I can understand that point. I can understand that point. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? But they, but Manu, I thought, I always thought Manu was the, was the architect. You know what I'm saying? He's the one who brought it to the so NBA. Smooth, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Did it. Like, yeah. Nobody can do that shit like Manu did it. Like <laughs> nobody so, doing it. So that's what I'm saying. If you add Manu to that Warriors team, bro, he still win for KD there, KD not there, he still win. I don't think it's no difference. And I think Manu, when, when Steph goes on the bench and you keep mind on the game, he can actually dribble the ball. He can put the ball on the floor. That's something that Clay is not really good at. It's not a, yeah. a strength of Clay's. He can dribble, but he's not a strength of Clay's. Clay. Manu yeah, exactly. can make space and create his Great. shot. That's something like Clay can create his shot, but not like Manu can. Nah. I'm not saying Manu is better than Clay. I'm saying nah, Manu is saying. better than Jordan Cor- uh, Crawford, no matter how you spin it or look at it. Nah, I'm, yeah, taking he's Manu, I'm taking Manu in every situation. That when, especially when it comes to a six man, I'm taking mine. The yeah, thing yeah. about Jordan, talent, Crawford, I will give it to Jordan, but not. 
the thing about Jordan Crawford that a lot of people tend to forget is that even yeah. though he can get a bucket, even though he's very talented, he can dribble all the stuff like that. Honey, honey. What's up, the play, it's you can't. His chemistry with this other lineup does not mix. It doesn't mix, which is the reason why, which is the reason why Jamal Crawford is a career he's off the bench person. Yeah, he's a journeyman because the the way he plays basketball he does not mesh with other players. Like you, you brought up Lou Will. Why was Lou Will able to get on a team like the Lakers? Because Lou, I mean, Lou Will is him to me. To me, because Jamal he Crawford brings is, more to the game than just scoring. scoring. He can facilitate. He can still give you defense. Jamal Crawford, and if you put Jamal Crawford in and on Golden State, right? Take Clay out, put Jamal Crawford. That defense gets significantly worse because Clay was an important part to sticking key players yeah, on our team. Absolutely. Jamal Crawford cannot do that, but you can put Mono there, and Mono's yep. not going to be as good as Clay, but he's going to hold his own against. Those I think. Guys. I think out of all the six men, that's. I think to be honest, well, at least. I think that's he's the only one that you like the ones we just named that you could put there is Manu. I don't think you could put Lou Williams there as a starter. No, either. I don't think no because his 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 game is just kind of kind of kind of the same like as Jamal Crawford, Jamal Crawford in a sense. I don't think you could put I don't think you could put Jordan Clarkson there either. Like I don't same think you could put really nobody because it doesn't fit. I think Manu is the only one because he actually could play off Steph. The other ones they would kind of be like waiting on, on Steph to finish what he do to get their turn. And mm-hmm. so you'd be like, you might as well come off the bench because you on the court with Steph, you're not really impactful. So you might <laughs> and it's like the thing about the thing about a six man, a true good six man, is that your job is to not only come off the bench and get a bucket, your job is to facilitate is to run the second unit. Unit mm-hmm. like you are the head of the second unit. That's the reason why they gave Russ that the off the, the off the bench job because they know he can run a fresh unit with no problem, mm-hmm. but that's gonna that's gonna conflict with LeBron. Because y'all exactly. are too ball, ball dominant. I didn't understand why they got them at first. Initially. Exactly, but what? if Russ runs the second unit and it makes the second unit better, because that's that's what Russ can do. He can make his teammates around him better. Mister Average a triple double. They're like, oh yeah, bet we can do that. Let's let's go ahead and run yeah. that in. I think that's this why. is why Jordan Clarkson. This is why Jamal Crawford. This is why. Um, this is why. This is why these these scoring first um, six men don't necessarily work. Because they are that's that's just their aspect of that game. They're gonna come in and they're gonna get you a bucket, but they're not gonna come in and find the open player. They're not gonna come in and be able to work with the starter or work with the Steph Curry, or work with the LeBron or LeBron James, or work with the Dame Lillard and be able to or get even, them open shots, not or, just get yourself an open shot or get them open shots. Set, set up your teammates for open good shots. Right. A lot of six men is they they're one dimensional, bro. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, that's Manu is like, probably, and this is the reason why I, I agree with Troy. Manu is probably the one. The one six man you can really think about that's multiversal. He mm-hmm. can come out, he can defend. He can come out, he can give you a bucket. He can come out, he can pass. He can steal. Like, there, whatever you need him to do, he's a Swiss Army knife. He can do anything he can do you need all. him to do. He can do it all. And that's the kind of six person, six man you want coming off the bench. Yes, it's great to have somebody who can come off and score and just get a bucket. Yeah, bet, bet, bet. But when you need a stop, when you need a steal, when you need him to kick that play out and make that pass, can he do that? So this, honest, is the, this, this is the this this the difference uh, beyond Manu and everybody else. Jordan Poole is struggling a little bit to start the season because he's he really wasn't a six man last year. You know, yeah. he started, and this year he's trying to facilitate the offense, and it's you know, it's taking some time. One, the, the other Warriors young players ain't ain't doing their part, but mm-hmm. it's taking them a time to get into the rhythm of okay, I'm the six man, I'm 
I'm running the second unit now. You know what I'm saying? And he's he's struggling. Yeah, I think he did game. well running that second unit towards the end of the season and in the playoffs. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the playoffs, it was like he already had his rhythm mm-hmm. from starting. So it was just like, I'm just gonna play how I've been playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now I think like it's just we got new players trying to figure out how to run that second unit. And like you said, I think by the end of the season, he'll be all right. But just right now, it's a, it, it, you can see they having growing pains. Oh, no, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. definitely. Yeah, but stop. Put some put some respect on Manu's name, bro. Everybody yeah, Manu, keep forgetting about Manu because Clay came around. Like, for Clay, there was a Manu. And Manu mm-hmm. was nasty. He only came off the bench because Greg Pop wanted him to. Because mm-hmm. Greg Pop needed him in that. Oh, but Greg Pop started Danny over him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Danny could play a little bit better defense. Defense, yeah. And he he was also a three and D guy. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah. Manu wasn't a three and three guy. To me, Manu was all around. He can do everything. Yeah, Manu, Manu was multi multifaceted. He wasn't just yeah, a three and right, D. That's right. what Clay is. Danny Clay is another three and D guy. guy. Three and exactly. That's why when people were saying replace Clay, you wasn't here, Lamar. But the, the, all this conversation stems from other conversations we had. And we were talking about, I think the Warriors. And somebody said prime Danny Green could still win championships with the Warriors instead of Clay. And I was confused because I don't know what the fuck a prime Danny Green looks like. I've never seen a prime Danny Green. Never seen that guy in my life. I'm still still the day PD is still out him. Right, the prime of nothing. Uh love you, Danny. Come on the show. We can talk about it. Um, Appreciate it. Anytime. I stand stand on mine, nigga. We can come talk about why you why anytime. Young Danny Green. All right, here's what I will say about that comment. But and this is where people be crazy and like it's just this is young Danny Green and young Clay Thompson look the same, but Clay Thompson went like this and Danny mm-hmm. Green to stay right here. <laughs> so you can't say, oh, he did young Dan no, because Clay Thompson went to another level and he did it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That so I understand the not even young is prime. I don't know what, what is his prime. Yeah, everybody looks at the Danny it's Green prime, who went off in that damn playoff, that playoff run that he had and against the heat. To the heat you know, I was say, when they that, lost to the heat, that's his prime crazy. because he was young. You, that was like his second or third year. People don't realize that he was young at that time. That's prime. I, that's I'm prime Troy and young Danny I'm Green. Troy I'm Troyland, but I'm Troyland. I'm Troyland. But I want to see Danny Green score sixty with what nine dribbles? Dribbles, yeah. Like people are crazy. That's why I said he, you got he didn't extend. Like I understand. What Still Clay inconsistent. Move Clay Thompson is how many shots did Danny Green? How they call Chris Lakers, Paul the point guy? Like, Clay Thompson is the three and D god. It's right. been a lot of them. <laughs> it's been a lot of them. It's been a lot of them. JJ Redick, Danny. Uh, who Danny Green? It's been a lot of them, but none of them have been as good as Clay Thompson, unless you want to call Reggie Miller that. But other than that, the three and D player, he's the best one. Just that, just does that that we've ever seen. And people want to compare him to the other ones, but he's on another tier. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Finish. Honestly, if you want to put Reggie Miller up there, it's him and Reggie because Ray Allen could dribble and get a bucket and do all the things. He wasn't just purely three and D. As a pure three and D player, it's Clay Thompson. You want to say Reggie Miller and everybody else. That's it. So you could look at the style and say, oh, he could have did that on the Warriors. No, because he was he didn't reach that next level. You know what I'm saying? He didn't go super saiyan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He stayed. That's a very good point. That's a very, very good point. <laughs> Molly, thank you Kyle, for the follow. Kyle Corbin. We got two new, we got two new followers today, Let's man. Go. We appreciate y'all for tapping in, man. Dark like, killer guy and uh Molly. 
I fuck up people's names. Molly Wap, mm-hmm. six five zero. Thank you guys. Hey, for we appreciate by. y'all for stopping by, man. Shoot. Yeah, drop talk in the chat, man. We want to get some. Yeah. You know, ask questions in the chat, you know what I'm saying? We're here to answer questions as well, man. Don't be shy, you know what I'm saying? Get your name up here. We put your name on the chat, you know what I'm saying? Let everybody know your name and stuff like that. We get we we we, we like to uh, like to do some things around here, man. Yeah, there there be, be some people in the chat, you know, they be busy. We respect it, you know, when you guys can drop by, drop by, but we want to see our names pop up. We remember names, we do spontaneous giveaways here and there. Absolutely. So, you never know. You never know when uh you might just be appreciated and we just be like, yo, you won this. And we mm-hmm. you have to do nothing to win it. You feel me? But back to what we were saying. Manu is Manu. I, I can respect people saying with Jordan Crawford's skill that he's the best six man, but I just I don't look at just skill as everything. Because how many players had skill and then did nothing with their skill? Like Jamal, I mean, it's a lot of players who've been skilled. Like, and that's all right. Like, it's it's so many players. That's if you want to talk about Steve Francis, it's so many players, and that's, that's my boy, that comes back Steve. to my point about Kyrie earlier. Like, when it's all said and done, like, and not for just never mind the antics, just his legacy and his winning, like, what how much he won and being that skilled. It's gonna people are gonna look at that, you know, not just with the the talking and stuff like that. So like Jam- Jamal Crawford's skill level is yeah. People like you said, y'all, you was right. Some people if they put him number one at six man, it's basically his skill. Because he saying? had twenty, like Mel said. He, oh, he yeah. averaged twenty a game. I'm like, but he's is that twenty was never impactful to winning. Right, it was never impactful to him, even when he was a, a, the star on the Knicks. He never impacted winning. Never. Not like Manu. Manu has done shit in the end of games that would lead them to get to a play or lead them to get the spot or lead them to win a game in a, in a, in a playoff game. Like, I can't say that about Jamal Crawford. And just looking at it, I didn't even say this to Mel. Jamal Crawford played four more years than Manu. Manu has two All-Star games and two All-NBAs. Jamal Crawford has none of that. He has none of that. None of that. Like points per game, Jamal first, Manu second, 14 to 13. Rebounds, 2.2 to 3.5. Assists, 3.4 to 3.8. Uh, still 0.9 to 1.3. Block, 0.2 to 0.4. Like it's very close, but Manu leads him in rebounds, assists, steals, and, and blocks per game. Mm-hmm. Like that means he was impacting the game in more ways in other on the spots, field. Right. Yep. More in than what in other spots. Now you'll see a difference in when you look at total stats, where Jamal first, Manu second. 19,493 uh, to 4,043. Okay, the, five more, the four more years he played, played yeah. he can get damn near 4,000 and some more change points. Mm-hmm. He scored. He was a scorer. Is what he does. Okay. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like you can have somebody who's a scorer. That's a great six man. We're not taking anything away from them. Right. But they gonna, don't mesh with right. the starters. You're going to see the same thing in assists, but we're going to do rebounds. He played four more years. Jordan. I mean Crawford. Jamal. 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 And then Mino. Two thousand nine hundred forty-eight. Three thousand six hundred ninety-seven. That's in. Four less years, he has almost he, almost a thousand more rebounds now. Now assists, wow. Manu was a better assist passer than, but Jamal Crawford can have more assists because he played longer than him. We have to take mm-hmm. the time that played into consideration. So mm-hmm. Jamal Manu, 
4,541 to 4,001. Very close. Well, I was going to say, very close, but I mean. You go to steals, 1,179 Jamal, 1,392 Mono. Blocks, okay. 271 to 319. Games played, 1,057 for Mono, 1,327 for Jamal Grover. If you just basing it off numbers, though, then you no. Not, I'm not saying numbers. I'm not saying, I'm just you, saying, I'm just saying people yeah. who do that, like. Mm -hmm. But hold on, real I, quick, before you go, percentage. Jamal Crawford from the field, forty-one percent. Mono, forty-four percent from three-point line. Jamal, thirty-four percent. Mono, thirty-six percent. Everybody that told me Manu couldn't shoot. Manu could shoot. They were saying Manu couldn't shoot. I don't know who. Oh, people be crazy. I don't remember that, bro. Like, don't do that. Because mm -hmm. I remember a lot of people telling me that Manu couldn't shoot, which is the reason why, part of the reason why he wasn't starting because it's first. Like, no, 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 no. No. Manu can shoot. He's not a true three-point shooter. Like, but he could the Clay shoot. Thompson's, like, the Reggie Millers of the world. But he can definitely shoot. But this is the thing that was different between Manu, between Manu and Clay Thompson and the Reggie Millers. Manu can put the ball on the ground and get you a basket. Like Manu mm -hmm. can go Euro step you and get to the hole. Mm -hmm. Manu can stop and pop from 15 on a case on a consistent basis, basis and 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 ruin your whole team's game plan. Hit Literally your whole team's game plan. So, like, that's the thing that's different between Manu and all these other players. He's multifaceted. He's very, very smart at basketball. He's a very, very smart basketball player. Teams knew that. Jamal Crawford gonna get you twenty. He might get you thirty-five. He might even mm -hmm. could win you this game that means shit. Hey, he like, might drop fifty. Right, you can look overall at his career and let's go. Let's do it. Let's let's dive into Jamal Crawford's career and Manu's career and look at how many games individually they both had impact on to win the game. To win yeah, the game, not to win the game. The impact that carried from the first second to the last second. You're going to find that Manu had more of that. And that's what I'm saying. I'm always going to take a guy that has more of that than a guy that has less of that. If you base, all right, I'm going to throw some stats at y'all. Because if you, like I said, if you just base things off stats, and I'm going to ask y'all who y'all think the better player is. Okay. Player A is 20.7 points. This career stats, by the way. Seven rebounds, two assists on 47 from the field and 38 from the three. That's player A. Player B is 20.7 points, 9.8 re rebounds, 4.2 assists on 47 from the field, and 29 from the three. Would you rather have player A or player B? You said the first one averaged 24 and the next one averaged 27? No, they average the same. On, they average the exact same point totals, 20.7 and 20.7. Oh, 20.7. And they average almost the exact same free, uh, field from the field, 47.9 and 47.1. The assists and threes. One is 29% from the three. One is 38. Uh, the one that's 29% from the three averaged 4.2 assists. And the one that and the other one averages two. And then the rebounds is real close. Seven for me, I'm taking a guy nine. that I'm taking a guy that average more assists. Yep. I'm taking a guy that average more assists. That's Chris Weber. You want to know who option A is? Dirk Nowitzki. I'm fine with Chris Weber. 
Even though I like that. Honestly, honestly, and I said this, I said this on my old TikTok before I got taken. If you go back and watch Chris Webber, he was a boy. <laughs> he was a boy. Multi <laughs> defense, offense, passing. Mm-hmm. No. That's why I thought about it. I'm like, I know you're gonna say that 20 and four with the two assists. It's a guy that is more of a dominant guy with the ball and say, I would not mind having Dirk on my team, but at all. Like you, like you said, if we're going just off the stats, I'm taking a guy that has <clears throat> more assists. And Chris had more assists and more rebounds, by barely more rebounds, but he didn't shoot it as well from outside. You yeah. Know Dirk was 38. But you can still eight. count on Chris Weber to give you one, at least one or one two buckets. Facts. Impact. Are, Impact. 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 17, well, he lost already, but I'm going to tell you, 17, 50% from the, 17, 9, and 3, 50% from the field, and 36% from the three. Amari Stoudemire? It's Paul Gasol. Stoudemire busting threes like that? Paul Gasol. You know what I'm saying? Busting them like that? I wonder what Stoudemire versus Gasol is. Like, if you just look at numbers, bro, like, Oh yeah, we have fun with numbers off the stats. You you haven't you haven't you have not experienced any of our game shows. We when the, when we we have come when that we have come, bro. That we have that we been that we been all the game shows come back. And you we hope you can be a part going forward. So you're gonna you're gonna get the experience off the stats where I'm reading you yeah. when you're gonna see stats on the screen. You got to pick which one and they similar so close and it's like. They'd be two stars or one star, one bum, and everybody be like, I'm going for this guy, and they pick the fucking bum. It'd be fun. Like, but uh, let's get up out of here, man. It's a good, yeah. good show, fire show. Great. You know, I wish Mel was here so I could have cut his ass up. It probably mm-hmm. would've, we would have been jumping his ass in here today. Mm-hmm. Mel got jumped. But Mel don't like getting jumped, though. Last time he got jumped on David Carr, he got a little flustered. On David. He won't let that go. David. <laughs> David. DeVito. Uh, so I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna take too much more Derek Carr slander. <laughs> I'm gonna save it for my final thoughts, man. Cause uh, fucking final thoughts, Moolich. All I gotta say is if Derek Carr don't start playing better, we're not even gonna compare you to your brother David. We're gonna start calling you Darren, okay? The person who don't even play football, we would nobody even knows. If you don't really know Darren Carr, then you don't really not really you don't know Derek Carr like that. But yeah, we're gonna start comparing you to the littlest brother who don't do nothing but tweet on Twitter about how you suck. Oh, you suck. You better start playing better. Better start playing better. Derek Carr cried at a press conference. I'm out. We're gonna see y'all on Wednesday. Man, you mad at him for showing emotions, man? Hey, man. <laughs> I need I need people to play better. I don't care. He said Derek care. Carr cried at an interview. I'm out. <laughs> I had a press conference. I'm out. We're gonna see y'all on Wednesday, man. Man, there's so much to unpack there. Hey uh L- Lamar final. <laughs> Final thoughts. Uh, my Niners won. Uh, I still don't believe in Jimmy Garoppolo, but uh, it's good though. We still gonna make the playoffs. We looking better than Raiders right now. Hey, I appreciate y'all for that Chargers for that Chargers loss though. We appreciate y'all. Oh God, appreciate y'all. Anytime, anytime. We wish y'all could do the same thing for us when y'all hey, play the Rams. I wish everybody. I could too. I wish we could too, brother. No. I wish we could hey, too. Hey, don't don't put none of your money on the Raiders. Don't put no money on the Raiders. Hey, I'm telling people that. If Don't anybody tells you to put money on the Raiders, go ahead and just run. Just Actually, gonna, that, that person's not ask, a friend. We gotta get, I would just want to ask Mel how mad he think Devontae Adams is when we recruit. Hey, he was cussing him out on the field yesterday, so he probably hot. I think him and Aaron Rodgers is sick right now. Oh, Absolutely. my gosh. Absolutely. But 
Thank you guys for watching. Thank you. I'm your boy Troy. 